Next, we have Galactica. Oh, I'm doing my favorite thing of uh, mislocating the button. I apologize. How you doing, Hoss? What's up, man? I appreciate being up here. Doing well. So just a quick little intro on yourself. Uh, what, you know, what is Galactica? Why are you guys doing what you're doing in 2024 Outlook and any alpha? Alpha, eh? Oh, I'm sure we can do some alpha. That sounds good. All right then. Well, um, I am uh, I'm Dave or Citizen Forty Two, otherwise known in uh, in the Cypher State, as we're calling it. Um, and uh, we're here to solve a few problems. Um, so, uh, Galactica, really, um, probably best with some context, I suppose. Um, so, with um, we've kind of got this Web three, right? We've got interoperable Web three. That's the goal. It's this uh, sovereign internet that we're all, everyone who's been speaking so far, we've got this goal of building. And it's an absolutely beautiful thing. Decentralized, permissionless, uh, just a place for self-sovereign individuals to come, uh, transact, free, fair, and private. That's the goal. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. And um, so um, what we've already done in that regard with Web3, we've built uh, several things. Firstly, we've, um, as an industry, no, I'm not claiming personal responsibility, uh, but uh, we've created Bitcoin as a monetary institution. Uh, so, you know, Bitcoin uh, is uh, Web3's monetary institution. Um, and then we've built out uh, Ethereum, which is uh, essentially a computer. And then you've got a bunch of other um, uh, protocols which do various other things along the same kind of lines of computing and financial institutions. Um, so what Galactica is aiming to do is solve for the missing parts, and that is um, social, and that's uh, basically civil resistance and society itself. Uh, so it's quite a lofty goal, I suppose, um, but that's what we're aiming for. So um, basically what we're doing here uh, is we're creating a, um, it's an L1 blockchain, uh, and it's an L1 blockchain uh, built on the Cosmos SDK. Uh, and we're doing it that way because we kind of need those interoperability features of the IBC. Uh, we want to be able to export um, the kind of um, identity and reputation metrics that we're going to be collecting as a as a protocol. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much um, uh, the, the the main goal. Um, but what having the like this third part, this missing piece of Web three does is it enables everything to come on chain so if i had to sum up galactica in like one sentence i would say it's web 3's social layer and a real world link um and then so in that case you can basically call it the like the blockchain of real world everything that's what i put in my bio on my uh, on my private account uh simply because we have private off-chain links um so we can have like almost anything uh, any trusted entity off-chain bring um, trusted information on-chain without ever compromising that data, which is, um, it's massive. I'm sure everyone on the stage will understand how big that is um, and uh, and what kind of things that will enable. Um, so you can have, I don't know, you could have obviously this massive, uh, obvious, uh, obvious things at KYC. Uh, we've got a zero-knowledge KYC system, which is instrumental in, uh, in our citizenship program. Uh, so you can uh, you can bootstrap your um, identity on chain with a with a zero knowledge KYC if you wish to, you don't have to, uh, but it does enable you to become a citizen on chain. Um, we also have um, an off like a um, a pseudonymous reputation system, 
So you don't need to become a citizen in order to have a reputation. Uh, you can always leverage the reputation framework anyway. Um, and then you can have, by having like identity and reputation on chain, it just enables things like um, reputation enhancer DeFi, which means under collateralized loans. It means, um, it means massive, massive, um, uh, like massively less financial friction and, uh, and, uh, and efficiency. Um, so that's uh, it's absolutely huge the amount of stuff that you can do when you've got identity and you've got reputation on chain. Um, so yeah, uh, that's pretty much uh, pretty much what we're doing. It also enables fair governance, which is huge. Uh, it's also part of our cipher state what we're building. Um, so you can actually govern a chain in a fair manner, in a meritocratic manner, rather than just with like a token gate. Um, and obviously, it's a um, it's a more of a framework. It's a protocol. So it allows you to build on top of it. Uh, so you can build whatever you want on it using all these systems. And it just opens up an entirely new world for Web3. So that's pretty much um, like the, the technical part, I guess. Um, after that, uh, we are uh, hosting spaces every week uh, just because we've been trying to, uh, even though we're a small community right now, we've been building for the last two years or so. Um, but we wanted to just uh, get our foot in the community start getting some feelers out there, just um, like really just immerse ourselves in the community a bit. Um, so we've been doing that every week and I actually host that with Cosmos Hoss and that's on a Wednesday now. Uh, so the next one will be this coming Wednesday. So I hope you can all join on that one as well. Uh, we'll be discussing um, things like what we're going to be, what's upcoming in 2024 for everyone. So it'll be, it'll be a good one. It'll be a bit, probably a bit smaller than this one, but it'll be a good time anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, Hoss, to be honest. Um, so if you actually wanted to um, like get involved and understand truly what we're doing, because there's an awful lot uh, that comes with um, with what we're building, uh, you'll have to jump onto our Discord. And uh, that's the best way of becoming a citizen, is to jump on Discord and you can go on the Cypher State campaign. Um, hey, Nora, it's my little girl. Uh, you can jump on the Cypher State campaign uh, to uh, like uh, just earn a citizenship. Uh, it will be a probably a more lower level one, but you can just do basic social contributions to earn your citizenship. We're not asking for anyone's money. You want to sit, baby? Okay, cool. Come here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I was going uh, to say, yeah, the, the spaces are a good time with you guys because we do a lot of real life topics and we kind of inter intertwine actual crypto and we talk about, you know, like what's going on in the world and, and things like that. And I, I know when I first heard about you guys, I was really fascinated because I read at the time before I met you guys when Vitalik wrote him and I forget who, who, who else it was, but they wrote a paper on D. Sock, which you know, decentralized or decentralized society. Yeah, that was Polish Oliver, Polish Oliver, and um, someone else. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was very fascinating, and just in general, one of the things that I was always looking forward to is how we can implement crypto in the real world when it comes to like governance. Because I mean, I hate to say it, I don't think. At, at times one vote should always be the same when it comes to like just individuals or their reputation or their backgrounds or the educational level or whatever, whatever have you. Right. Like why, you know, I, that's kind of my thing. I could be co completely wrong with that, but I do think that there's certain people in the world that probably should get more of a say when it comes to like particular topics. Right. And I think right now, 
the governance system in crypto. It's great, but it can be improved on. And, uh, you know, the whole what vote as how much financial wherewithal you have, I kind of don't necessarily agree with because in the aspect of who brings more to the table, the, the someone that's devoting, you know, I don't know, several hours a week for a particular protocol or someone that just maybe has more financial wherewithal. They're like, hey, I like, uh, you know, I like XYZ coin and I'm going to buy it and then go and then just be lost from there. You know, yes, they're important as well. Like the, you know, we, we need everyone to be in the space, but who, who's, who's more, who, excuse me, I should say, who has more reputation, right? Who's more trustworthy? Who's more developed? Well, exactly that. I mean, it makes a lot more sense to be reputation weighted in governance than it does to be financially weighted. I mean, that's, that's just the end of it, in my opinion. Um, but that's just our opinion. Um, so that one of the, one of the main aspects of Galactica, as I say, is it's a framework. Uh, you can design your own decentralized communities, your own DAOs, your own governance, whatever it may be, but just using these enhanced social primitives rather than financial ones. Um, so you can make your own rules uh, if you wish to. And that's one of the like the, the primary kind of um, uh, benefits here. Uh, Nora, can you just stop? She's just being so <laughs> cute right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> that good. Um, I, I guess like before I, we let you get going here, like... I'm assuming the token moniker, I think we spoke before, but I ha we we had the holiday break here. We haven't really talked in a couple, few weeks. It's going to be GNET, if I can recall correctly. And That's then, right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, I'm not going to quote you on a particular day, but what's the goal of going live with the chain and the token and whatnot? All right. All right. So here's the alpha part. Um, so the token moniker is GNET. Um, the, um, uh, the best way for you to get GNET is to become a citizen. Yeah, okay, you, baby. So the best way to become a, um, a citizen is to join us on Discord. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, so all you need. So there are about there are about three different ways that you can. There are about three different ways that you can get um, citizenship. Um, the first one is to join the Cyber State campaign on our Discord. Uh, you can look up the um, the relevant channel in the Discord if you join that on our profile. Uh, you can also join our referral program. That will get you Gina as well. Uh, so all you need to do on that uh, is join the Discord again, make a custom invite link that's like um, that's infinite in duration, and you can um, uh, you, for every invite you'll get some Gnet, um, and then you can join the Sentinel program if you think you've got some time and some skills to um, to to give to the project. Then just join the Sentinel. You can apply to the Sentinels program. Uh, it's all up in the Discord again. Uh, and we can, uh, and that way is the only way that you're going to be able to get one of the higher tier citizenships at the moment, uh, which means you'll get access to um, the like the universal basic income pool earlier, and various other things. I'm going to get my daughter uh, a citizenship. I promise you, she'll be happy. Okay. Thanks, Dave, for stopping by. You know, the future. I guess you're, you're um, you basically have a future host over there. They're going to be, you know be doing a twitter space in 20 years i think so i think so nora can you can you say hello no no okay doesn't matter <laughs> all right Dave, thanks for stopping by man appreciate your time as always next we have cheers i'll see you on wednesday yep see you wednesday we have payment from fairblock hey guys hey has uh first of all i want to like shout out like uh, for say shout out for has for organizing such an amazing uh like space i think it's like amazing that to have like all kind of different projects in the single space it really 
like makes me like personally really passionate because like at the end of the day, I think what we are doing in uh, like crypto community is like revolutionizing like the infrastructure that we have in like society. And we are basically experiment, but what we are doing crypto is like experimenting, breaking the like the norms of what we have built so far in humanity. And we have like challenged like the finance sector with Bitcoin, with Ethereum, and with all of all sorts of the other tokens. We have like challenged like the voting and other stuff with DAOs, like the best DAO is like Cosmos Hub and um yeah, all sorts of things. And like in these mechanisms, I think like one uh really really important part of it is like privacy and i think like for like the maybe like misleadership and sometimes the pushback from the governments privacy is often marketed as something like shady it's like affiliated with like bad things like i don't know money laundering or tax evasion but at the end of the day we have like privacy in our daily lives we don't show our like salaries our balances our like i don't know our private secrets to other people. Uh, I don't know, we have privacy when we vote in elections, when we, when, when we are playing games, we don't show our hands in poker. So yeah, basically we want to experiment with these stuff using like advanced technologies that we have from cryptography and also like the great technology that Cosmos provides to us. And I can say that Cosmos ecosystem is, I think like at least to me without a doubt is that like, the forefront of all kind of experimentations in the privacy sector. We have all kind of amazing projects like, I don't know, Penumbra, Secret Network, and like Namada, and on the like on-chain privacy side. And we have projects on, uh, on like you know, identities, private governance, and other stuff. And we are in Fairblock, like proud to be one of the like few projects we are like that we are pushing forward the like very basic. Um, properties of like our future mechanisms and i think uh yeah like specifically like when i hear about projects like sentinel or neem in like cosmos ecosystem it feels like really good because like coming from my personal background i have i deeply understand the value of like these projects that bring to like society uh we have like 4.5 billion people in asia and pretty much all of the people in asia are having troubles in daily lives, having access to like free internet and like not having access to free internet, like obviously means that you cannot share your thoughts, cannot read about what's happening. You cannot be connected to the like job market. And it basically means like less opportunities, less like advancement for humanity. So I think in crypto, we've always heard that like you guys are like scammers, you guys are like, I don't know, Ponzi schemes, you don't have any value for the society. But I can say that this kind of projects, I think, has like more value to the society, like for the like, next 20 years, next 50 years than any other sector. I think I argue that even more than like medical research. And uh, yeah, a little, so I just want to, I was really excited about all of the great ideas here and shut up to all of the great projects specifically on the privacy space and a little background about myself. I have done uh, my graduate school university of Waterloo, uh, mostly like focused on cryptography, security and privacy. And I've worked with like uh, in the beginning with like Sergey Gorbanov and like cross chain stuff uh, on Axelar. And right now I am a CEO and co-founder of Fairblock and we are really happy 
to experiment with all kind of different cryptographic toolings and bringing privacy, programmable privacy to all like developers and other Cosmos ecosystems, all Cosmos chains and later L2s on like Ethereum ecosystem and like L2s on like I don't know, RollKit. And basically I know like you've heard of all kind of privacy like projects. We have like ZK rollups, we have like on-chain privacy, Penumbra, Namida, we have like I don't know ZK projects in general. But um I want to like just highlight the fact that these projects are like complementary. They are not solving the same problem. Projects like Neem and are like saving you from like I don't know, bringing privacy on IP level. Uh, projects on zk rollups, they at least for now they have nothing to do with privacy in reality. And we have projects on unchain privacy on the like I don't know standalone chains that we can, you can deploy your applications with privacy on that chain specifically. And we have like all sort of like cryptographic libraries, ZK, FHE, and like they're all different and they are not like competitive, like they don't, they're, they're like complementary, they're more than competitive. So what we are doing in Fab, like our thesis is basically we don't want to be like another Cosmos standalone Cosmos chain, isolated Cosmos chain just for privacy. We believe that privacy is a very, like important feature like enabling feature for all kind of applications and we want to see that in all kind of ecosystems we believe that we should bring it to developers in all cosmos chains l2s so they don't have the learning curve of i don't know learning how to I don't know, buy the token or like deploy on any other chain but they still have the ability to receive encrypted transaction and be creative with that and on the other side, more importantly, we want to have like the option, the freedom of encrypting your transactions in the like front end of like current like ecosystems with enough users and liquidity. For example, on L2s or like major Cosmos chains, like Osmosis. So we like our goal is like bringing it to the very same front end of the applications. We don't want the users. We don't want the users to change their front end or like necessarily buy another token. And what we are doing. So like this is our somehow our modular thesis on privacy and app chain thesis. And what we are on the technology side, the difference that we are the, the, the different thing that we are experimenting with and implemented is like the concept of witness encryption, programmable privacy, conditional decryption, all sort of with these things. And to put it like simply, uh, we encrypt transactions and we can have like different conditions for decryptions. So our chain is specifically work as a decentralized middle layer for privacy. And uh, our validators can send decryption shares once those conditions are met. To make it more simple, I, I have like a couple of few examples of, of the like value of our network in Cosmos ecosystem specifically. I pasted like a blog post, uh, media, our Medium blogs links in the uh, replies and also like two short demos on how things will work with, uh, with Fairblock. Basically, like the first example after our like public testnet launch would be private governance. So after like all Cosmos chains will be able to install our Cosmos uh, private governance module, which basically gives the freedom, the, the ability to encrypt your votes like normal elections in Word and keep it, keep that private. And it protects the like community from all kinds of manipulations 
during the governance proposal and uh, also uh, yeah like makes the uh like makes the mechanism for voting more efficient by making it shorter and also like more fair and like real and uh so the good thing about that is that we are not requiring users on any chain to change their front end technically it can be integrated with like kepler on the other front ends and basically it's all about like bringing you more freedom and more options you can still send it in public as a validator if you want but also as a user, if you want to encrypt it, you can do that and protect yourself from all sorts of like manipulation and like dramas. The other thing that I wanted to mention uh, that we are pretty excited about with Osmosis is that uh, you all know about like sending your orders, like and having being front run by like I don't know MEV bots or like leaking your alphas in trading uh, when you are submitting your limit orders. And for that reason, there are all kind of solutions, and we can see that almost like half of the orders are going through private order flow centralized servers or like dark mempools and this is the problem the part of the problem is that when you submit your order on chain there is all kind of eyes observing what your next actions and they can front run that they can exploit there are all kind of strategies and exploits so we still like our like we think that we still have we should have like decentralization we should still have transparency on chain censorship resistance but it doesn't necessarily mean that you should leak all kind of your strategies and next move next moves on chain so basically what we can enable is that we can encrypt your transactions like swaps limit orders and anything put it on chain and once the prices are met or like the time for decryption of your transaction are met we can decrypt it and execute it so in the youtube link that i sent this is like the very like basic demo that I showed that how easily you can have like limit orders encrypted on chain for example executed on osmosis and uh, there is also like all sorts of like other things that I just want to like just mention that would be the direct applications of our front uh, architecture or like infrastructure uh, other stuff like includes like on chain legal contracts for example if you want to have a like encrypted like real to your lawyer but and say that after two years of inactivity in my address all of the funds should be transferred to someone you can encrypt it and uh, the con the condition in this case would be like the inactivity and we can prove that and then we can decrypt it and see the who, who will be the recipient of the funds and like randomness generations like seal bid auctions for like gaming can be really interesting Privacy preserving rollups, as I said, like ZK rollups these days are not private. It's, it was their like original like selling point, but they are not. So having thing, uh, we can have like privacy on multiple layers. Uh, we can apply privacy using FHE, or like we can have like encrypted shared sequencing using our technology. And this is pretty exciting. And like lastly, we can have like privacy preserving like cross chain bridges, which is uh, pretty exciting. Uh, and like TLDR of that is that when you submit your cross chain transfer request, other people cannot see that uh, waiting in the mempool and like France run that on the other chain. You should, the transaction should be received first and then decrypted. So, yeah, as I said, like privacy is not just. I don't know, like hiding things or like money laundering. Privacy is like the core infrastructure of building new mechanisms and infrastructure pretty much everywhere, like from gaming to like DeFi. And we are like proud to be like one of the teams working on that in Cosmos. And just 
like one last update. We are going on public testnet in February, so pretty soon. And by the end of the year, we will be on like mainnet. That's exciting. Now, thank you for what you're doing. It's um, appreciative as a, as the you know as a space as a whole. I, I'm excited for all this to take place because it'll just open up the doors for a lot of different use cases and for others to get into the space as well. So, thank you, Payment, for your time. Uh, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for all the kind words too. And uh, just to reset the room before we hop over to John from Mystic, I, I appreciate. I think I don't ever really ask this question because to me, I just really don't feel that comfortable. But yeah, like and retweet the space because this needs to get out to as many people as possible. Because I think like all these different conversations we've had in this, what has it been? Uh, almost three hours right now. Uh, it's been very, it's been great. So yeah, I think everyone should know about this in this entire space and outside of the space. It's a lot of valuable information, but other than that, thank you, Payman. Thank you. Um, next we got John from this. Thank you. Class. Thank you so much, everyone. Hey, thanks for having me. How's it going, man? Great space so far. I mean, 21, 21 different speakers. Look at that. I mean, yeah. 21 different speakers, 21 different products going three hours. You're a juggernaut, man. Um, so I actually wanted to take this in a little bit of a different direction. So normally, I'll just talk about, you know, the MetaMask extension for the Cosmos extension for MetaMask, right? But I, I kind of want to talk about the, the vision and the actual goal of what Mystic Labs is doing here, right? Because it's, it's something that I really should talk about, and I just don't do it enough. Um, but what Mystic Labs, the main purpose of Mystic Labs is to actually get new people into crypto, right? And we do this through a combination of things, but it's really three main things. It's through asset creation, asset exchange, and asset storage, right? I can start right off with the asset storage. That is the Cosmos extension for MetaMask, which is essentially just, you know, reinventing the way you use your current wallet experience and just giving Ethereum users a way to use Cosmos. But we also look into asset storage with another one of our products that is rolling out very soon called Calypso. And Calypso also hits on the asset exchange. Let's not get too confusing, but Calypso will change the way you pretty much interact cross-chain, interchain, regardless. Um, allowing for the best possible user experience and abstracting away the wallet from the user entirely. And then the third thing is the asset creation. That's actually from Defund Finance. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, us, the Mystic Labs team, we are the main contributors to Defund Finance blockchain. And Defund, it's really been a pride of ours for the past three years. And I can't wait for it because... Yeah, I, you know, I I made a good post the other day. I was like, big news coming soon about the because of the the ETFs that just got approved for Bitcoin. Um, the big thing with ETFs that are being approved off chain, you don't own the underlying assets; you just own the rights to the created ETF. And what Defund enables is people to invest in a diversified ETF or whatever type of index fund or whatever type of structured product and still own their, those underlying assets. So what Mystic Labs is really aiming to accomplish right now is bringing people into crypto, but not through a hacky centralized way, but in a way that you are fully self-custodied throughout the entire funnel. And it gives a perfect blend of, you know, the best of Web2 and, and you know, the actual experience there, ease of, you know, trading and owning assets and just doing whatever the heck you want. 
as well as actually keeping the crypto ethos of ownership and preservation of your underlying wealth. You know, you're not having to trust an unknown banker somewhere that you might trust, but you only trust them because everyone else trusts it. Now you can trust yourself and the code in front of you and proceed, you know, with your asset preservation strategy that way. So that's really what I really wanted to harp on here. Um, our main product right now that's out is the Cosmos extension for MetaMask. Um, if you want to check it out, head on over. It's pinged up at the top right now. Thanks, Halls, for doing that. Um, and we're rolling out some pretty cool updates for that soon. Uh, one feature I'd like to harp on right now is our swaps interface. Our swaps interface on the MetaMask Snap is... Um, it's really kind of the best <laughs> bridging experience possible. Uh, we aggregate uh, from the swapping providers from both Squid and uh, Skip. So shout out to them for that. Uh, they, and we've combined their, their swapping interface into a singular, simple to use interface that allows you to do EVM to Cosmos to Cosmos to EVM swaps. Um, you can also do some more things that are just really focused on making it easy for ethereum users to use the cosmos but it's just the top of the funnel for our entire vision of bringing people into crypto and not just bringing them in but keeping them here so thanks for having me yeah i mean we'll touch on a couple of things so explain i guess would you compare calypso almost as if like a web3 version of robin hood but better it feels like a DeFi Robinhood. I love to tell people that, but I want to be a little careful when I say that. But it does feel like a DeFi Robinhood. Um, and the overall user experience for Calypso, which is coming soon, uh, it's built on the Agoric blockchain for anyone that wants to take a deep dive into there. Um, it is coming soon, but it does feel like a DeFi Robinhood and a little bit of a Bloomberg flavor to it. And it really is focused on making crypto make sense so for example you'll be able to using just your debit card stake osmosis or using just a debit card buy bitcoin and buy whatever perpetual living on Lavana, or buy an option living on lyra or buy the latest nft on ethereum when you only own osmosis it makes and i love talking about clips so it makes crypto feel like a currency <laughs> because a lot of a lot of crypto right now does not feel like a currency and the fact that you have to go from different bridges to different exchanges and it takes so long to get to an asset on a separate chain i mean think about most of the people in here your first experience getting the cosmos it probably took you at least an hour probably a couple just to get one asset on osmosis starting with ethereum and if you started from cash forget about it you had to buy some bitcoin fiat somewhere swap your bitcoin to ethereum then bridge your ethereum over axelar or some other bridge who knows it's a terrible process imagine that was all abstracted away and it just worked as advertised. So that's really what Calypso is going to enable a lot of. And then talking about Defund, uh, which I actually threw the account in here on a separate computer. Uh, Defund is really focused on bringing in, you know, the funds and strategies that people are desiring, right? So say, for example, you wanted uh, a 5X levered Bitcoin index. Awesome. You could do that off chain and, you know, have a bank and a custodian, or you could put that on chain and 
get those same level of gains, the same peace of, mi- peace of mind, knowing that you actually own the underlying assets. And the one thing I love about Defund is the redeem feature. So pretty much if you long on this Bitcoin index, five to five X, you're up 50, 55%, whatever you're, whatever you're up on. And you're like, you know what? I think I want to cash out for the underlying assets. You can do that. <laughs> you go straight to defund, you redeem the underlying assets and you receive those underlying assets equivalent to the amount of your share, essentially proving the fact that you own these underlying assets. So our work for the past three or so years now, f- focused on cross-chain interoperability. And once we understand how to make things communicate and work cross-chain, now we can actually make it easy for the normal person to use. Uh, I like to build stuff that you know my parents and my little cousins and everybody I know can actually use it. Um, so that's kind of how I am as a person. And that's I carry that vision through the Mystic Labs as a whole um so yeah that's everything in a nutshell for the most part yeah man thanks john for stopping by it's exciting because i do realize there there's going to need to be a space or a a platform that kind of caters to people that aren't even tech savvy but they want to invest in things and speculate or whatever whatever the reason they they throw money around in any markets but also being able to partake simplistically as as simple as it can be like in DeFi and just you know cosmos or, or whatever you have you as well so you know great great for that and yeah man it's it's improving but it can keep improving and and we need to keep working on account abstraction and you know making it so you can go on and create a profile on an application or protocol without technically even have to know what your seed phrase is or anything like that and so shout out for doing that and um yeah man thanks for stopping by Thanks for having me. And one quick thing about Calypso that should be rolling out within the next month or two. You're going to start hearing some fun things about that. Keep an eye out for ETH Denver for both Calypso and Defund. Um, And one thing I like to say is, you know, we build with the Cosmos tech, but we don't like to call ourselves Cosmos products. And that's not anything against the Cosmos ecosystem. It's just using what Cosmos is meant to be used for as a toolkit to build something that really creates the Internet of blockchains. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And next we have Mado from Nolis. Hi, Hoss, and hi, everyone else. Hope you can hear me, guys. Yep, loud and clear. You sound great. Great. Happy happy to be here in this uh, overcrowded space. So, yeah, I'm Meto. I'm doing uh, product product development at Nolis. So uh, a bit of a, of a background on Nolis. Nolis is a money market top chain built with the Cosmos SDK and Cosmosm, which offers uh, a different type of lending experience compared to, let's say, the tra- traditional over-collateralized lending solutions like uh, Compound or Aave or any of their respective forks. So to kind of uh, give you more of a breakdown. Uh, so on Nolos, you can be a lender. You can provide stable coins to the system in return for rewards, both in real yield based on the stable coin that you have provided. And currently, we have Axel USDC since it's the most liquid stablecoin in Cosmos. And the other reward is uh, nat- the native token NOS. And now the most, most, uh, the more interesting part, however, is the borrowing side. So on Nolas, borrowers provide a deposit, and they can borrow up to 150% of its value. So uh, how is that even possible? 
uh, is, and the answer is what happens is that both the deposit by the borrower and the loan provided by the uh, the system gets swapped in the background to a desired asset, effectively opening a margin long on that asset. And for that to happen, Nodes utilizes deep liquidity pools of already existing decentralized exchanges to facilitate this borrowing process. And we call it leasing. And uh, leasing is a term that is familiar in the traditional finance world and basically allows you to obtain an asset by paying only a fraction of the cost upfront and then use that asset throughout the duration of the loan. And once that loan is repaid, the user becomes the owner of the asset. Same here with Nolas, you provide the deposit, you get the loan, and via the underlying smart contracts, you obtain the asset. So should the value of the asset appreciate, then you get to keep all the upside. The cool part about all of this is that each position contains real underlying assets which could be used in this implemented strategies that are, uh, of course, need to be whitelisted on a protocol level via governance. And a few technical details here as well. Uh, this, uh, all of this, uh, this, this leasing process, this borrowing process happens in a real-time cross-chain fashion using IBC and interchain accounts. And interchain accounts are a great feature of IBC that allows your chain to register an account on a supposed the supported other network, uh, which is called host network. And this account acts as your basically normal address, wallet address, except that you don't sign the transaction with your private key, but rather a smart contract on Nolus sends commands uh, to that account to execute relevant transactions such as swaps. And uh, each lease position is independent from one another, meaning that a new smart contract gets in, in, initialized for each one, and the borrower owes a fixed interest rate. So once the position is open, then the interest rate is locked until that position gets either closed or liquidated. And uh, yeah, so Nolus utilizes uh, uh, Osmosis as a primary DEX of choice. But uh, here is like the maybe the alpha the alpha part. Uh, and uh, uh, pretty soon we are uh, uh, we are basically close to finalizing an Astroport integration on Neutron. And this we expect to happen the, this to happen this week. And this would allow users to effectively lease or uh, open margin-long positions in a more conservative way for assets like NTRN and DYDX, which were quite demanded by our community. And uh, not only that, but with this integration, our amazing dev team managed to abstract uh, a lot of logic to make future DEX integrations and chain integrations respectively, almost as simple as integrating new assets into the protocol, which is quite amazing and allows nodes to scale more, more, more easily. Uh, and yeah, the goal is to simply put it to make nodes an octopus-like beast in Cosmos. So for now, Nolus has only ten tackle, uh, one tentacle, so to speak, with with osmosis. But the goal is to add, add even more and more, and in the meantime, continue on trying to be, bring a good UX for the users and to not make them confused, because everyone knows that the more features or integrations that you add to like your product, the more difficult it becomes to keep everything simple. So our front end team really tries to consider this uh, development. So 
yeah, that's kind of summarized it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say, I for those out there, it's a really good product. I've used it quite often. I'm a, I don't want to say daily, but I track it all the time. I'm, I'm an active user. I think it's very simplistic, very easy to use. It's a great product, actually. So I guess like my question is because currently you didn't really touch on this, but you know, it's, it, you didn't have to. But you guys offer zero percent interest until the end of this month. What is how is that mechanism going to work afterwards? So, uh, so now the, this zero percent interest rate. Think of it uh, that way. In the background, the interest still needs to still needs to be paid. So w- what we are currently doing is is that. We cover cover this interest rate, uh, rate, our team, until the end of January. And once that happens, is uh, then the user can simply continue if they have this position, their position active. They simply continue to pay the interest themselves. So Nolos has this pretty cool feature where you are basically allowed to pay the interest of another uh, of an, a given lease position. It doesn't have to be yours. So we are pretty much utilizing this to kind of pay the interest. It's just that the user themselves, the users themselves, would, would pay the interest afterwards. So I'm trying to navigate like the NLS token, which is obviously your gas slash governance token of the protocol. What else is the the value in holding that and buying that? Would I get some potential discounts on future interest rates, or like how is that going to work? Yeah. So. Um, I also wanted to like touch upon on why we like uh, chose to build on Cosmos and uh, yeah, like uh, the first answer you already found out uh, is was IBC and interchain account. This uh, pretty cool uh, way of having trust minimized cross chain communication, but also you you can kind of build your own basically sovereign uh, base layer uh, chain that you you can pretty much accommodate to fit the need of your underlying protocol, which is in the case of Novos is the money market. And you can pretty much build more use cases for your uh, for your native asset. So for NLS, uh, currently you can stake it on, uh, on the blockchain and you can uh, get to earn staking rewards uh, and participate in governance in exchange for providing this economic security. So, in the future, uh, in, in our, our roadmap, we a- aim to bring this uh, tiered staking system into play, where basically the more you stake your uh, NLS, the better, the more, more benefits you get for the uh, money market that lives on top of the blockchain, such as uh, having a better, uh, let's say, yield for lending stables or uh, lower borrow APR. And yeah, that's really the cool stuff is that you can pretty much uh, kind of connect uh, or kind of uh, tie, uh, create a really stronger bond between the base layer protocol and the smart contract protocol. And we're aiming to explore that uh, even further. I was going to say, I find the interface to be intuitive. I I guess for those listening, it's almost like, you know, when you lease a vehicle, in in essence, I think it's kind of similar. And it's because I've used, you know, I don't know how many different borrowing and lending protocols out there in in crypto, but quite a few. And I find them for like the data and figuring out like your entry point and when you got in and how like how long ago you got in and things of that nature to be a little bit more complex or just the data is not there. you guys have you, you, all that data is there for the for for people out there. So I don't know if you want to touch on that and um, 
you know, before you wrap it up? So, yeah, we are, uh, I already touched upon that. Uh, our goal is really to uh, make everything uh, pre, uh, as simple as possible for the users. So, uh, yeah, you, you give, gave a really good example with uh, leasing a vehicle. So you're basically providing, uh, uh, let's say, a yeah, deposit and you simply you get a loan by, uh, by the system and both your deposit and the loan gets, uh, get used to like, obtain a desired asset. And you can use uh, that asset uh, basically throughout the lease's du uh, duration. Of course, this, need, this needs to be whitelisted on a protocol level uh, for that to happen. But strategies are something that uh, yeah, are uh, also coming up. And uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about them. Yeah, it's exciting, especially I forget who, who it was, but they're building out a, a lot of different auth Z things and potentially they can even tap into what you guys are doing. And um, that that will be exciting. But yeah, so before you let, let you go here, like what else are you excited about 2024? Because you still have a few minutes. Oh, I'm uh, basically trying. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it was already mentioned account abstraction. That's uh, something that uh, is uh, relevant, I, I think, for every applica DeFi application out there. So users need to be um, there. Uh, currently, there the the barrier of entry. There's still like a barrier of entry for, to DeFi, but with account abstraction and yeah, uh, so solutions like that, uh, we're trying to kind of. Uh, uh, the idea is to kind of collapse that barrier to make uh, to make it as easy as as, uh, as possible for new users to enter uh, enter into this uh, into the ecosystem. So uh, yeah, we're also excited about that, and we're uh, yeah kind of keeping our eyes on uh, uh, on good solutions that we can uh, also incorporate uh, into into the Nolas architecture. All right, looking forward to that. You know, I'm here as always. I'm, I'm an active user, and I'm looking forward to adding other assets. And that's gonna be cool. You guys are gonna have Astro Port uh, intertwined as well, more assets and more option optionality and whatnot. So, thank you for stopping by. Cheers to a great 2024. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thanks for your thanks for your support as well, and uh, thanks for uh, inviting me to the, to the to the space. My pleasure. Next, we have Lillian from Bitsong. Hi, Haas. Can you hear me? Yep, loud and great. <laughs> loud and good, I should say. Not great, but great. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, great. I, it's been a long. It's been a long journey for me today. I need. I need to relax after this. But yeah, do you think, my man? Yeah, sure, sure. I know what you mean. It's been long for everybody. But, uh, I think we all enjoyed the, the space, and we really need an initiative like this in, in the Cosmos ecosystem, <clears throat> which kind of mm, kind of looked like uh, a little bit more. Um, in this previous month, I mean, um, silent, but people is here, people is developing. Uh, we really needed to uh, have a space to have a, a time like this to update each other and to, to get in touch. So yeah, really thanks uh, for for this initiative. <clears throat> so I'm Julian, I'm the Bitstone co-founder. Um, 
man, I've been here for <laughs> for a long time. Uh, it's been a long journey, and now summarize it in 10 minutes is going to be very difficult, but I'll try to stay uh, as synthetic as possible, right? Uh, I've seen a lot of friends here, a lot of people that I know and that I, uh, I had a chance to meet uh, in previous Cosmos uh, events. Uh, so, yeah, hi to everyone and hi to the new faces that I didn't have a chance to meet. Uh, we've been in the space since the late 2017 when in December 2017 uh, the Bits and Concert was born in front of a, a cup of wine uh, <laughs> yeah between my myself and Angelo uh, but it was conceived as a as a concept in, officially in 2018 okay by by Angelo who was a radio developer in web 2 right and uh, he was dealing with a um, with a band, with a little band in the music industry, he was managing some some stuff uh, regarding rights and uh, marketing. And he realized that while the digitalization of music has brought many benefits to the, to the industry, uh, it also created a new set of problems around the ownership of the music and the, especially around the attribution of royalties. Uh, so he had this flash uh, one night and uh, he just decided to join forces with me. We were <clears throat> in a very good relationship already. Uh, uh, and yeah, Bitsong was born <laughs> since then in 2018. Uh, the initial intention was uh, for Bitsong to become an Ethereum-based application uh, where fans could stream music uh, and artists could receive royalties directly, uh, right, without intermediaries. Uh, this this concept of, uh, it, it remained uh, in people's mind in people's head when they, they are talking about bitsong even if we uh, uh, well we we changed a little bit the the path all right we changed the uh, the approach all right so we started with other uh, with our components and we are going there now for for the streaming but yeah uh, it's coming uh, however uh, even if we launched on Ethereum and the BTSG, our token was, uh, let's say, minted on uh, on Ethereum, right? After discovering Cosmos and its ambition to become the, the Internet of Blockchains back in 2019, we immediately recognized the, the full potential of um, becoming a part of uh, becoming part of a multi-chain environment and launching our own blockchain, uh, you know, and being able to customize it fully. Uh, according to our vision, uh, we were a little bit limited by the standards of Ethereum. We were limited uh, by the lack of components uh, at that time. Uh, and yeah, we decided to migrate to Cosmos, which conceptually happened back in 2019, right? But uh, practically, we launched our uh, blockchain in 2021, uh, right? So the Bitsum blockchain is running on the Cosmos SDK since 2021. Uh, and at that time, we migrated uh, the assets from Ethereum to uh, uh, to Bitsong Mainnet. We might have lost a bit in terms of developing, uh, of development timing, as Ethereum became in the meantime much more standardized, standardized uh, while Cosmos is still an open yard, right? And sometimes you lose a lot of time when developing an app or whatever, as you might need components which are not standardized uh, as uh, as in as in ethereum uh, so you need to create them all right so you you lose a little bit uh, more time developing on cosmos than on ethereum today as of today right uh but yeah we've been on 
uh, on an unstoppable development spree since the since the launch of uh, of the mainnet. Today, to dip, uh, we deployed two major decentralized applications uh, that are aiming to empower the music industry and also the blockchain space. Why not? Um, the first one was Symphonia last year uh, in July 2022, uh, um, uh, and it's like a fan token platform, right? I'm not sure people is, is from it's familiar with fan tokens. They are running very, very, um, very hard in uh, in the sports industry, right? A lot of football. Uh, or soccer, let's say American style, uh, and soccer clubs uh, are running very, uh, very nice because uh, the clubs are having their own fan token and they are offering to the fans um, multiple advantages with those tokens, right? Symphony has, uh, is running on two blockchains because at that time we decided to not lose, uh, to not losing time in developing uh, a DEX uh, on the Bitcoin blockchain. And since Osmosis was already launched, it was already ultra tested and stressed and it was working very well. We decided to base all the AMM operations of Symphonia on Osmosis while a creation, minting and distribution of the fan tokens are occurring on, on the Bitcoin blockchain. Um, so Symphonia works pretty much similar to Osmosis. Uh, but for music fan tokens, all right, it has swaps, it has liquidity pools, uh, it gives you the possibility to uh, to run liquidity mining on the uh, artist fan tokens, uh, all right, and all kind of MM stuff that Osmosis uh, offer. A fan token is related to an artist brand, all right, is not related to its music or uh, or other digital rights. So if I'm, I don't know, I'm uh, Rihanna, I can uh, mint a fan token, all right, related to my brand and uh, offer uh, uh, various advantages and uh, VIP accesses to the fans that are owning this fan token. <clears throat> On the other hand, uh, we've got Bitson Studio. We deployed it in Mainnet uh, a few days ago on January 10th. Uh, and is looking to make waves in the realm of music NFTs, right? We have we have competitors. We have uh, already well-known platforms that are offering music NFTs, such as OpenSea or um, or SoundXYZ, which are uh, exploiting uh, the potential of Ethereum. All right, and uh, they are already well known in the music NFTs industry. But as of now, Bitcoin Studio is up. Uh, in mainnet, we've been testing it for six months. Uh, the testnet was launched back in uh, August 2023, and we kept it up for uh, five, six months, and we stressed it uh, as much as possible by launching also the NFT Music Contest. Uh, it was uh, the first initiative uh, of this type, of this kind. Um, in the music NFT side, uh, it involved 30 artists that uh, competed for for prizes. They minted uh, NFT music NFTs on the Beatsong Studio testnet, and uh, it was really really nice to run this experiment. And it allowed us to really stress the testnet and to understand where uh, the fixes uh, needed to to be applied. All right. And for now, Bitcoin Studio is up and running with all the smart contracts and infrastructures tested during the, the testnet. Um, not all features from the testnet are already uh, active today. All right. But our goal is by the end of January, 
uh, to roll out uh, the complete suite of features uh, online, including those tested during the testnet and the various improvements and fixes that uh, we made in the, in the meantime. Uh, looking ahead for 2024, um, our vision uh, is very simple, is to transform Bitsang Studio into the go-to hub uh, for music NFTs, right? We, we are working on completing the streaming concept with uh, the related rewards, which was the initial concept, the initial vision of Bitsang, and, and deploying it finally on the, on the mainnet for, for production. Uh, the plan is to create a gamified environment for creators and their fans, consolidating all uh, operations related to their uh, art in one single platform. Uh, we're also working on smart accounts. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, deploy this option, which is very, very important for us. Uh, and uh, it allows uh, users to, to, to open wallets, to make wallets, um, with access seamless via services like Google without the fear to lose your seed phrase and which might result very, very complicated for users which are not very familiar with blockchain, for example, you know, uh, fans, music fans uh, and stuff. Um, we go very technical sometimes and we realize that it's very complicated to onboard users, which basically like to listen to music, right? They don't want to to deal with this technical stuff so you need to make it uh, very easy uh, security and privacy are also paramount in bitsung we're trying to encrypt the content running on the bitsung decentralized applications such as uh, for example the nfts metadata and we're looking forward to use the lead protocol in this direction uh, which will help out uh, will help us to ensure that access to specific content requires proper authorization right enhancing overall security uh, currently it's everything is open source is very nice but as the colleague before said uh, we need a bit of uh, you know security and privacy uh, even if we are operating in an environment uh, as the blockchain is right so we're looking forward, really looking forward to to do this in uh, in 2024. Uh, and of course, innovation is at the core of Bitsang. And we're currently testing the integration of AI uh, within our products, uh, especially within uh, Bitsang Studio. Uh, the AI will uh, focus more on content. It's not the classic AI that you give a text uh, to it and it gives you a song with that text or it gives you a beat or whatever. Uh, it will focus on the content, providing a 360 degrees experience for creators, basically. So from starting a track from a prompt to having access to exclusive sounds and voices on uh, on the bits and catalog, right? Stuff which is already uh, on bits and so not going outside to get them uh, within uh, within the platform. So we're paving the way for creators to shape their uh, their careers. Uh, the AI will also serve as an assistant, basically, to uh, to the creators, recognizing elements like voices that you use in a track or uh, ensure the proper royalties uh, are set, all right? So, for example, if I get a vo the voice of Adam Clay from the uh, Bitsum catalog, the AI will uh, immediately be able to recognize the voice and to peg it to the Adam Clay wallet, all right? So at the moment that you deploy an NFT, you mint an NFT on the Bitsung Studio, you will have these parameters already set on the uh, on the minting form, all right? So you, you, you cannot change them. 
so this will make sure that uh, the royalty set are uh, the royalty set is is correct, right? So yeah, to stay synthetic, this is basically what uh, what we're doing and what our plans for 2024 are. Uh, we've been here for a while, and we're looking forward to be here for another while. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would have, I have so many follow-ups, but I guess the one main follow-up before we get to the next guest is compare the fee structure from like the like the typical current industry compared to what you have. I guess more so on like the the artist side of things. Like what is the benefit? I mean, I obviously know some benefits, but what is the benefit for an artist to use BitSong compared to say, I don't know, um any other streaming application that's out there right now well first of all it's um, um it's a matter of transparency all right uh, currently i'll give names all right so let's take spotify as an example we have the co-founder uh, of bitsong is adam clay which is an international artist and he's dealing with this web 2 platform since forever uh, and we have in-house example of how it works uh, at the time that an artist releases uh, a track on any platform not only spotify of this type uh, they don't have transparency they don't know actually what the amount of money is being produced uh, right uh, uh, in those platforms so they get reports every four or five or six months or uh, i don't know with the revenues and with the royalties that they are about to perceive but they don't know exactly the volume of uh, let's say transactions uh, and the money that is uh, it's being uh, produced by their uh, by their art right so they are receiving like um with a lot of intermediaries right they are receiving something right they they are not able to check so this is the first uh, the first aspect another aspect is that they have um, they are very limited, right, by this environment that uh, it has been created around the music industry in the last uh, in the last few years. They don't have uh, the ability to uh, to have a, a close relationship with the fans, right? They always have to go to intermediaries. Uh, they always have, they always have to uh, to pay someone, right? Not directly, maybe, but someone is taking from there, you know, from the pool, <laughs> and the pool is the artist and and his art, right? Uh, another one is the interoperability. Bitsing is built to be interoperable with blockchain networks, enabling seamless interaction interaction between different ecosystems, right? So the, the interoperability enhances the versatility and the adaptive, uh, adaptability of Bitsing's application uh, and services. It is pair-to-pair. Uh, Bitsing operates on a decentralized pair-to-pair model, right? Eliminating the need for intermediaries that I was talking about before. Um, real-time royalties, it's another very important aspect, all right? So with Bitsing, an artist can receive the royalties in real time. Uh, um, he doesn't need to uh, to wait four or five or six months for a report from a, from a major or from, a, I don't know, a streaming portal or whatever. This immediate, this immediate compensation ensures that the creator is fairly rewarded for, for the work enhancing their uh, financial stability and um, let's say empowering uh, the, the artistic endeavors uh, and another aspect uh, we are open source right so uh, 
uh, we operate on open source principle. We make the code and the infrastructure accessible for anyone to examine, to use, or build upon. Right? Uh, people, developers can come and uh, uh, exploit. Let's say exploit the everything that we have built. Right? And to to build their own decentralized applications based on Bitson. Uh, yeah. Nice. I mean, I could. Yeah, we're gonna have to vibe out one of these one of these days, and I, I can host a space specifically for you guys. But yeah, it's awesome. You guys are. It's a cool application. I already have so many DMs. Who are like, how do I create my music on there? So we'll we'll do a follow up. I'll, you know, this is a great space. Thank you for stopping by, Lillian. Appreciate your time. Next guest that we have having me. Yeah, really, man. Congratulations to these this initiatives. My pleasure, man. Thank you for stopping by and. Thank you. Uh, we got Tom from Plank. What's going on, Tom? Hey, can you hear me properly? Yes, you sound good. All right, awesome. I got a little uh, little scared there. I tried to do this via my uh, PC, which uh, wasn't ideal. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, thank you so much for inviting us here, man. Um, obviously, the four-hour space is hard to do, but the preparation you had to do to even get uh, everyone together. Yeah, anyone out there, if you were willing to help me, I'd love to do like some timestamps and some content for afterwards. It's just a lot of work and I'm kind of just volunteering to do this. So anyways, go ahead, man, Tom. Thank you. All right. So um, I'm Tom. I'm the marketing community manager for Plank. Uh, I think I'm going to quickly introduce uh, our project because we are a little bit of a new kid on the block. Um, we launched uh, late uh, November 2022, I believe. Yeah, so we're a little bit over uh, a year old. And we are a, a Cosmos SDK project that focuses on mobile-first development. Um, yeah, we basically believe that most crypto transactions will be executed on phones in the future. Since we kind of saw the same thing with traditional finance, right? You started going to a bank physically. Then you did some banking on your PC, which was revolutionary. And I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we do everything on the phone now. And um, oh no, I think I lost you. Thumbs up in the chat if you could hear him still or not, or thumbs down. I just had to put him on mute because I clearly lost him. Oh, so sorry. Uh, am I back? Yeah, you're back now. All right. So oh, where did I cut out? You were just you were speaking. The last thing you dropped off with was about basically banking, and then it was revolutionary for it to be on PC. But now essentially everything on mobile. Yeah, I think my phone locked, and I need to stop that from happening. So I'll stop that from happening. Um, so yeah, we are a Cosmos SDK chain, and uh, we leverage the power of Ethereum via the Ethermint uh, EVM, similar to uh, EVMOS and Rebus. Uh, to, I think, known projects uh, within Cosmos. And yeah, we chose this setup because we believe it's uh, the best of both worlds. Uh, Cosmos SDK tech together with, um, yeah, uh, building with Ethereum code just makes for a really nice and easy uh, way to do things. Um, yeah, and our end goal is to uh, create like an ecosystem of decentralized applications that you can access uh, fully by mobile phone and kind of stay away or strap away from the dependency of doing everything on your PC, because quite a few things in crypto are still very PC reliant. Yeah, we're, list we're uh, we are lo located in the Netherlands, which is very cold and snowy right now, so would not recommend coming.
And uh, yeah, I, I want to take uh, the opportunity in the chat to to actually drop some some major alpha from our side, if that's okay with you. I mean, that's always wanted. Uh, that's what I seek is alpha. I do all this for alpha. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, we discussed with the team, and we're just going to drop like the the two major things happening in Q1. But that's also uh, something we've been working on for a really long time. Uh, so I'm going to start with um, Delta Swap. That's our native bridge that we've built to connect uh, Plank to the BNB chain. Uh, we're adding four more chains this year, at least. So that's going to be quite an extensive bridge at the end of the year. Um, and there's also other Cosme Cosmos projects that will use our bridge to move their tokens to those ecosystems. The first one of them is confirmed, and we will share that info very soon. But that's that's pretty excited that people um, yeah, like our tech and, and want to use it. Um, and the second one is that we are releasing uh, Physica Finance in Q1. Uh, we've teased it before, uh, but I'm here to also share what it actually is. So it's our own uh, decentralized exchange. Uh, we believe that we uh, we needed one in the ecosystem to uh, yeah basically integrate it into our mobile apps later as well. Um, it uh, it's going to be uh, our native uh, our native decks. Uh, we're going to bootstrap it ourselves, and there will be a token involved with that. And that token will be uh, quite a significant amount of that token will be airdropped to Plank stakers, LPers, Delta Swap users, and early users of the decks. So excited! I'm looking forward to to seeing how that uh, works out. But that's going to be quite excited for the yeah people in the Plank uh, community that are there already. Yeah, so one thing that you touched on, I mean, it doesn't really necessarily, I guess, unhinge my ability because I'm really a big PC guy, but I do realize that majority of the populace, they really don't have a PC. So I think the space is kind of directed at the moment towards PC, obviously. However, that kind of also alienates the majority of the populace. So I think that it's a great thing to kind of have someone or a chain in particular that's kind of focusing on just make mobile experience like the best it can be. So like one of my things that I've been doing in the last three years in this space is a lot of, I call it the janitorial work, but more on the community side, community development, outreach, what, what, what have you. So, you know, one of the, I guess the most prevalent issues throughout all the different chains is the interoperability with their mobile phone. And it's just kind of like in general, a bad experience as a whole. So, you know, shout out for, for that, because obviously for this space to move forward and flourish, that mobile has to be a key focal point. And I do agree. I mean, think about it, right? right? Um, most of everything application wise and web two is just an application on your, on your, you know, your iOS or your Android phone. So like we have a long way to go to get to that spot. There are a lot of people that are, you know, working on it, but I don't think it's the, the I guess the focal point. So I agree with you wholeheartedly about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just the, 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 the way we are going and you hit the, yeah, the nail on the head, like, Places like Africa or uh, the developing countries in Asia, they they are they like seventy percent of the people there have a phone, but uh, in some cases maybe ten to twenty percent have a PC. This this is a huge market that uh, yeah is not exposed to cryptocurrency, Web three blockchain yet, and that's that's a shame. Uh, so we hope to uh, 
yeah, do 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 some things in that in that area. Yeah, it's awesome. It kind of be like a hub for mobile because yeah, yeah it, it's 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 like kind of unfortunate because even with like the wallet integrations, you know, some some wallets in particular work really well with mobile some are just like honestly kind of a bad experience so like there's a lot of infrastructure hopefully in 2024 that kind of gets mitigated and eliminated to for for those out there that are just mobile focused because i, I mean in the face of, i don't know there's whatever there is over 8 billion people on planet earth at this point in time in 2024 i would say roughly most of all people for the most part have a smartphone regardless yep. of geographical region or their age or you kind of have to go out of your way now not to have a smartphone and i'm sure there's plenty of people in the world that don't because they're just like i don't want i don't want want it but for the most part you know everyone does so we should be trying to tap into that market as much as possible because web 2 obviously is right like there's so many things to do for web 2 games and apps and music and just whatever 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 someone's favorite thing to do it's probably an application on their phone somewhere so i i guess like before you you head off like is there anything else in particular you're excited for in 2024 yeah i'm also going to drop this uh here for the first time but uh as of today we did a soft launch with uh knaken that is a uh one of the major dutch uh players that offers um yeah uh exchange uh in the in the netherlands so we are integrating um to trade stake withdraw and deposit plank there that's uh, yeah, a huge uh, step in the right direction for us. Um, and we're also fully integrated with their uh, settlement uh, feature. So uh, even more payment options with Plank. Uh, it's obviously our home market. So it's a little bit of low hanging fruit for us. And yes, yeah, super excited to work with such a prestige uh, uh, company. Uh, and they they clearly see the value of, uh, of Plank there as well. So. Uh, I think that with uh, with the exchange and the airdrop from that exchange, those are the two major things I'm looking forward to. But I highly recommend everyone uh, to check out our uh, Twitter page. We um, pinned the uh, 2024 roadmap, and uh, hopefully you guys are as excited as as we are uh, about next year. Yeah, Tom. Thanks for stopping by, man. I appreciate your time as always. And we'll keep in touch and maybe do some uh, spaces in the future as well. So thanks for stopping by. You have a great day. Cheers, 2024. Happy New Year. Cheers, man. And our next guest is Michael with Pylons, also a mobile play that, you know, Michael and I have had plenty of spaces together. I'm really excited for what Pylons is. So how are you doing, Michael? Doing pretty well. Thank you for doing this. Um, hi everyone. Uh, I am uh, an old old school crypto crypto bro from back in the day. Um, I ran the engineering team at Trade Hill, which is a Bitcoin exchange in 2013. So I've been in this space now more than a decade. Um, not I, I guess there's not a lot of people who can say that, but I, I've been here a while. Um, and uh, pylons, yeah, pylons is something I'm just extremely excited about. Um, in addition to sort of this mobile first attitude, um, I, I think onboarding has a different, has a different way to go than what people are, are doing right now. There's a lot of people doing onboarding in this space. And what they're doing is user to cryptocurrency to crypto assets. So you onboard by like buying a token somewhere on some exchange, and then you buy the thing you want to have, right? And I think that's backwards. 
And what Pylons lets you do is it lets you buy an asset directly with fiat currency, and that's your entry into Web3. So Pylons is a mobile app. It is this really awesome, uh, fully programmable. I mean, we, we, wrote a, we wrote a smart contracting system for Pylons. It's very, very fast, simple, fast, lets you do all sorts of really cool stuff, but it's not susceptible to like spam in the same way. And you can direct, you can interact with it directly with, with in-app purchasing on your phone, as well as with credit cards. The chain has native on-ramps to uh, payment providers. So there's never any need to buy any tokens in order to buy digital art, in order to play free-to-play games on your phone with real blockchain assets backing them. You can onboard onto blockchain without even really knowing it, with never buying a token, just by spending, just by buying loot boxes on your phone, which if you've looked at how much money gets spent paying, buying loot boxes on your phone, it is a lot of money. So, you know, we've got a platform where if you want to build a free to play loot box game on a phone and have it be blockchain backed and have those items that come out of those loot boxes be real blockchain items on people's real mobile wallets. Well, we have got exactly the product for you and uh, you should you should check it out and, and build a game. We we are really excited to see that. Um, we are in the process of building a uh, ticketing app so you can do real live event tickets on blockchain, blockchain event tickets, NFT tickets that you can resell, you can charge royalties on, you can do loyalty points, all of this stuff, track everything, but you can charge regular money so that normal people don't have to buy cryptocurrencies in order to go to your events. They can spend with a credit card, get the ticket get an airdrop based on the ticket and then sell that airdrop for crypto. And that's the way we're going to onboard people into crypto. So pylons is, is, you know, my vision for what it's going to be like to onboard the world onto crypto. And I'm really excited about it. And we are, if you guys want alpha, we are doing our uh, first airdrop. We're doing our airdrop this month. Um, We've we've started our airdrop quests and they are to so far to acquire art. Um, and so we've got one paid piece of art that is $30 by a photographer named Deb Clark. So if you like digital photography, $30 is a great price for a beautiful photograph that also comes with airdrop eligibility. Um, if you like free things, we've got we've had two free drops already by Chad XAI, who's uh, a friend. Uh, you know, I think Haas knows him as well. Um, and uh, he does AI art. He's done uh, four AI desserts around the Pylons logo. Two of them have been minted, one for 500 copies, one for 1,000 copies. Both of those are now minted out. But we are going to mint a third one, um, more or less right now, and get it out, hopefully, to the people in the space. Um, so I'm, a, I'm, I'm chatting with him about getting that mint going and we're going to mint something that's about the right size number of people and get it out to you guys. Um, and uh, that's, I'm really excited about that. So follow Pylons. Um, we're going to have more free mints. And if you like publishing content, you can publish for free, completely for free. We don't charge any gas fees on the chain. We just take a commission. If you charge money, we take money. Um, but if you don't charge money, everything is completely free. We can mint PDFs, digital, um, we can mint, uh, sorry, digital art images. We can mint video. We can mint 
um, 3D models that you can like rotate around and look at. We can mint audio files. So if you've got content you want to share that you want to own, mint it up on the chain because there is going to be, this is, this is alpha as well, there is going to be rewards, airdrop awards for people who mint and get, uh, get their content into the hands of other people on the pylons chain. So this is completely free. Just get in there, make some content, put it out there, get your content into people's hands. You will get bedrock tokens, which, uh, which have revenue share on the network. So yeah. That's- so so Michael, not to cut you off there, but just thinking outside the box because this would be super helpful if anyone out there can help me. Uh, but I really want to take this long four-hour marathon of all this great information and awesome people that stop by and kind of put timestamps and a PDF and you know whatever some audio stuff or content. And if anyone wants to help, and that'd be kind of cool to take that and then yeah, mint it on chain. Yeah, mint it up on pylons. You can share it around, and you can own a copy. So yeah. that's that's where I am. And you know, we launched our mainnet um, about a year ago, uh, and uh, you know, it was it was bear market time, and there was not a lot of um, not a lot of energy for for doing airdrops, for getting involved in new stuff, and so. You know, we sort of we sort of chilled out for a year and was waiting just for when is the moment? When are people really excited to do onboarding again? So, you know, the moment's now. We're doing our airdrop now. Um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm super stoked. I've been I've been dreaming about this for years. I've been like super committed to this like mobile blockchain on ramp for normal people for a long time. And this is my first opportunity to get people a chance to get access to the to the pylons bedrock token so i am like i'm real thrilled i'm real thrilled to be able to do this right now so i know we've had conversations before like rock is technically like the revenue sharing token of the protocol is that correct if i remember correctly exactly so we have a stable uh, we have a stable coin that is basically you can't trade it it's just sort of credit basically when you use in-app purchasing we needed a sort of this like store credit type asset so there's the pylons the token with the name pylons is a stable token that's used for in-app purchasing um in the intermediary token for in-app purchasing and it, that's so that people can recognize it in their wallets and be like okay this is like sort of money but it's not it's not like uh you know it's not really any kind of like participation in the pylons network for that like the bedrock token is what you want and uh yeah make some art and the bedrock token is what you'll get yeah, I mean, you still have a few minutes. I mean, what else are you excited about? You still oh, have excited, obviously. What else? There's got to be something else you're leaving out. In the, in the within pylons. Yeah. Yeah. So I talked about ticketing, um, gaming. Like, I'm so excited about this. Like, we are. You know, we don't have any any ability to focus on gaming right now. But um, I am so excited to do mobile gaming on this platform. It's like it's a huge dream for me to get that done. So. I've been thinking about that a lot and just like itching to get to get that built. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say for for not my bad. I was just thinking like if you if someone can build like the next like right now the rave of town is that uh, Monopoly game. I feel like I just started playing it just from everyone kind of telling me to play it. My wife plays it all the time. So many of my college buddies I haven't talked to in forever. I'm getting old, but I know they're all playing it. So it's like we just need one of those type of games 
to get so many people onboarded into this space. And I, and I do agree. It's going to be through mobile, you know, something that people do to kill time or whatever they, they play their games for. You know, we all do it for different reasons, but I'm excited for that. Yeah. And also like the ticketing thing could be so, it could be gigantic because it's kind of a racket, you know, when you go to like Ticketmaster or whomever else and you, you want to buy a game or you want to buy tickets to go to like a, a sporting event. And then you look at the underlying fees and you're like, Oh my gosh, like, it's insane the amount of fees. So like that's just an untapped market that could just revolutionize that particular industry. So I'm I'm excited for that as well. But go ahead, my bad. Finals is here to make this stuff real for real people. That's that's the goal, right? Like I mean, I love Dexes. I spent I I lost so much money this weekend, uh, you know, trading Bitcoin perps on Levana. Like I'm that guy. I'm not I'm not trying to you know dump on people for like being dgens i am the dgenist of dgens but like that is not what most people are like most people are not that right most people want to just like spend their regular money and buy their little things and so we got to build for them we can't build for us if we want to win this game and i would like to then we got to build for them and so that's what pylons is all about and the stuff that's for us is this bedrock airdrop. So like this is this is sort of the connect connectivity, being able to talk to DGENs about the DGEN piece of my like consumer network. So all right, let me talk about the difference between GameFi and free-to-play gaming. Cause like this is a thing that like uh all right, GameFi sucks. GameFi is fucking trash. GameFi is a way to like get people to like think that gaming is a job and you have to spend money to do it. And you buy this shit you don't actually care about to play this game you don't actually care about and that isn't fun. It is trash, right? Real gaming is like free-to-play gaming. That's where all the money is, where the game is free. And then as you get like 10 hours into the game, now there's like, oh, you could also buy this. Oh, you could also buy that, right? And there's like these little pieces that get out there that you can buy. So like it's like the opposite of GameFi. GameFi is like the opposite of what is good about blockchain and gaming. What's good about blockchain and gaming is that you can take free to play games and you can make the assets of those games on chain items, which people can trade with each other. You can design economies where people need to work together and like get committed to each other and build communities. It is going to be so, so cool. And it is going to be the opposite of GameFi, which I would like to repeat is trash. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I love I love it, man. You're very passionate. You know what I mean? We're all passionate. I always respect talking to you. I enjoy the conversations we've had over the years and looking forward to everything that you guys are doing. And um, yeah, man, I totally agree. It's the time is right. Like it's it's just a great time. And we're all DGENs, right? But there we need to build things that regular people care about. My background's in accounting and finance, and I can tell you wholeheartedly, most humans just do not care about finance. I don't care if they're loaded, they're financial wherewithal is substantial they want to be hands off they want to do things other things right and we you know i get why we built what we built because we want to revolutionize a broken system because it's very important right but now it's like all right we did all, we we're, we're still there we're still working on that but like let's build things that actual humans real humans care about and they want to do and hang out and all this stuff so that's what i'm really looking forward to in this space you know all, all the all the guests that we've had up they're just all of them are doing different unique ways to bring in ad value to the space and and it's just super exciting so michael as always man thank you for stopping by cheers to a great 2024 and beyond and happy new year man and talk to you soon year yeah so follow pylons and there should be a link in the chat real soon to claim an nft a free NFT, part of the airdrop specific to this space. So watch that chat. 
And yeah, excited for the next guest. Awesome. So last but not least, Desmos, we haven't spoken in a while, but man, um, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for your patience and um, do your thing, man. Hello, host. Thank you for having me here today. And uh, this was an amazing space with a lot of interesting people talking before me. So it's such an honor to be here. So for the people who don't know, let's uh, talk a little bit about Desmos and what is it and what we are doing right now. So Desmos is a protocol to build decentralized uh, social networks using Cosmos uh, SDK. The project was born back in 2019. And we can say that Desmos is built of individual modules that can be uh, joined together to build any kind of uh, social enabled application. So each one of these modules uh, takes care of a different aspect uh, of a a social network. So for example, there is a module for the decentralized identity, which is known as the profile module. There is a module for the contents, which is the post module. And there is the one for the following, which is the relationships module, and so on for any kind of social feature that can be integrated inside a decentralized social application. So let's distinguish the product that actually uh, exists inside the Desmos ecosystem because we have the Desmos network, which is intended as the mainnet. So it's a layer one uh, sovereign blockchain. We have Desmos Core, which is the set of modules that make it possible to develop applications uh, on the top of Desmos network. So we have the post module, the reports module, the profile module, as I was saying before. And there is the Desmos SDK, uh, which is stand for Software Development Kit, and is the name to identify the set of tools that we make available to developers. This includes uh, the Juno, uh, Desmos.js, GraphQL endpoints, uh, our Desmos bindings to integrate smart contracts, and a lot of uh, minor tools that uh, we developed during the, these years because we were active since 2019. So it's a long time we're working on this. And we built everything uh, from scratch, mainly everything from scratch. And yeah, so Desmos Protocol is full of tools that we designed to make uh, the work of developers uh, as easy uh, as possible, because our goal uh, is to make the world of decentralized social networks as simple and I will say uh, accessible uh, to everyone as possible. So Desmos is... uh, aiming at all uh, Web2 and Web3 developers, <laughs> while Desmos products, uh, which are actually uh, being developed on the protocol, are targeting uh, any kind of users uh, concerned with the centralized social networks model. And so the user who want to interact with a platform that advocates uh, values such as freedom of speech, uh, censorship resistance, and distributed monetizations, uh, maybe Desmos is the right choice. So what is uh, actually our goal? So the goal, uh, the Desmos goal is to make the, a transition um, to a new era of decentralized social interactions. So the first approach is to build uh, a new kind of user-friendly interfaces. So we aim to develop intuitive and user-friendly interfaces for new applications uh, built using uh, Desmos network, ensuring that uh, users can easily uh, navigate, understand, and earn the benefits from the blockchain, but without having uh, any trouble or issues relating to their knowledge, because as we know, it's like very difficult to onboard uh, where, where 
two users or just any kind of lazy user inside Web3 applications. So that's where we spent uh, mostly uh, the 2023 <laughs> studying on how to onboard uh, any kind of user. So um, we are here to talk about uh, what we're doing for 2024 and what we did last year. We also have like an alpha coming out because i'm i'm very happy to say it here because this is the, the right place to announce it and so uh before let's talk a little bit about 2023 so during 2023 we have been working on the first uh, prototypes of truly functioning and accessible applications uh, for any kind of users. So we experimented a lot to figure out uh, how to succeed in creating more and more user-friendly products. And we decided to focus mainly on mobile applications. Uh, we had to study a lot of um, to find solution in terms of uh, user experience and user interface to make it easy for users to uh, understand how to use blockchains and all the benefits that come with it uh, without a deep knowledge of uh, what a wallet is, what an address is, and so on. So we focused mainly on two products. Uh, the first one is called Bondscape, and it's already released on the App Store and Google Play. We released it uh, just a couple of months ago, and during Cosmoverse 2023, we were uh, collecting feedback from uh, people, teams, uh, and developers. And Bondscape is a hybrid, uh, real-life, online decentralized social events platform, which is designed to revolutionize uh, the event experience. And it, it's made to facilitate the organizations of any kind of um, events. Um, and foster lasting uh, connection among attendees. So Bondscape used the uh, blockchain technology uh, to provide a, pl a platform where users can create and own event-related memories, uh, which are encapsulated in pictures owned by the users. So Bondscape, uh, we can think of Bondscape as a decentralized uh, version of uh, Luma or Eventbrite. And it was... Uh, like an amazing ex experiment for us because it was the first application that, that we released as the Desmos team because also we onboard a lot of uh, external teams which are actually developing uh, on the Desmos protocol. And the development of Bondscape served us primarily to test the functionality of the protocol and to understand how to improve it uh, through the development uh, iterations uh, of the applications. So it was very important for us to figure out uh, how to make the best possible use of the modules uh, that we spent many years developing right now. And the second product that we are going to release very soon, which is actually an alpha, I will say, but it's going to be released very, very soon. Uh, it's called Mooncake. And it's a real mobile social network <laughs> developed using Desmos Network. And Mooncake has uh, roots for the people who were here back in time, has uh, roots back uh, in 2021, tw maybe 2020. It was born during 2020. Uh, and it was uh, announced uh, like also before of the official uh, Desmos Network mainnet. And it was a prototype application available to anyone on Desmos Network because it was released open source 
And it was an application to test uh, the modules that we were developing back in, back in 2020 and 2021. And at the time, it was decided to abandon the project because the protocol was not yet mature and stable uh, enough to, to focus on a, on a product. And during 2023, we started working on Butter. We called it Butter and was a social network mobile. And it was like the first version of social network where we started developing. And we can consider Butter as an evolution uh, of Mooncake which was designed to give users a new type of product that they can use when they talk about uh, social networks, but using blockchain and respecting people's privacy. And now that we're closer to the release date, we have decided to launch the, this product no longer as butter, but as Mooncake, which was the original idea born several years ago, and uh, everyone uh, was enthusiastic about that. And obviously, over time, our ideas have evolved, and we have thought of many new features for users. And this is the product we're going to present and release very soon. Uh, I don't want to give like too many spoilers, because it will be very simple, and it will be a fun product to use, and will be available very soon. And it will be a product for any kind of user. So yeah, just uh, follow the network channels because uh, we have a lot of news coming soon. And just one like, just one small thing I want to say more is that um, we have thought a lot of about the login process when we talk about decentralized applications. So for now, we have decided to implement the login of these mobile applications using Web3.0, uh, which allow users to use uh, Google or Apple sign-on to login in, uh, in a completely secure and decentralized way because the private key of the users uh, within the application is broken into many parts uh, which are uh, split and reside in different places, such as the mobile devices and web throughout service. And these parts are then rebuilt uh, to build uh, the private key. And at the moment, we are also working to give users the opportunity to use all the main wallets on the market and to create their own Desmos profile usually within the application we're going to release. So our priority is always like the the safety and the well-being of users, including the privacy and like the private key and this kind of stuff. And yeah, that's mainly what we're doing. We have uh, always the Kickstart program open. So if anyone has an idea but doesn't have like financial resources to develop it, can apply to our Kickstart program. And it's always open. It will be open during 2024. So feel free to, to join and send your application. Um, I just want to invite uh, everyone to join the new Desmos Telegram uh, group because we're going to use uh, that group for new announcements, for new releases. And we have a lot of cool stuff. You know, during the bear market, we have been focusing a lot about the development. And now we have uh, a lot of things to release. So yeah, that's it. That's awesome, man. You guys are doing your thing. I guess like my question, and I'm sure others may have the same question, is explain the benefits 
I mean, I understand the benefits of the infrastructure, but I guess more so, like, what's the benefits of Desmos compared to like other social fi applications? Like, what's the what's the selling point there? Uh, like Web two or Web three? Like, well, well, like, the, like the, we had a really long run there where social fi was essentially the talk of town. However. Every it seemed the most I, I could be wrong about this, yeah. but every social fi- application in this space had some sort of hack, or there was like lost money and and all that type of things. Like what I mean, what what are you guys doing to basically add value in the social fi aspect? Okay, yeah. So like before of everything, let's say that uh, like like decentralized socials have a lot of. Um, um, competitive advantages uh, such as uh, they are censorship resistant uh, they guarantee a distributed moderation they guarantee a distributed monetization because there is no supervision of a central entity and i think like that all the people joining here today know like uh, which are the main trouble of using a centralized application uh, owned by big techs and so social fi became a big thing during the last years and like decentralized social uh, grew a lot as uh, a topic uh, i think it will be one of the main trend probably during 2024 uh, during, during the last part of 2023 it was a big thing but actually it's gonna explode during 2024 and i will say like uh, we as desmos uh, try to build like the, the most uh, usable and easy protocol uh, of the entire ecosystem, decentralized ecosystem for developers and for users. So we didn't, uh, we saw a lot of uh, social fi example during 2023. And it was a big thing. Like, uh, I think everyone heard about Friendstack and this kind of applications. And this application had a big problem, actually, because uh, they were like a good example of decentralized social, but they were not good enough, like for any kind of people. They were good to like give people something to try, but they were not a very good product uh, to use. And when I say to use, I say to use it every day, such as X or Instagram and this kind of stuff. So we decided as Desmos to not rush on something. We didn't want to release like uh, bad products, I will say, or maybe not completed products or something just to show people that we were like on the edge and we were doing cool stuff. And we just focused on making the things as simple and as accessible um than ever and this is why now it's 2024 we started developing in 2019 so it's almost five years and this is why we are going to release our first product during 2024 because we are sure of uh, what we did and of what we are doing and we know it has like great potential for onboard any kind of user that's awesome. So I just wanted to thank you for obviously stopping by. Best of luck in 2024. Happy New Year. Thank you, Hoss. My pleasure. And then I also wanted to shout out everyone. If you stuck around this entire space, which was a little bit over four hours, like pat yourself on the back. But also there are rewards. If you look in the comments, Check is doing some cool things with, with credits. Uh, Michael from... Um, 
pylons is doing that free mint which which should as he said lead to future airdrop and um so there's 20 spaces or 20 teams that stopped by it was a great time i'm honored and blessed to even host the space and i'm, I'm looking forward to 2024 and beyond so cheers everyone i thank you all and if you have any questions or concerns reach out take care everyone motherfucker screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first sir Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting nottas And then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality Stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasure under the dirt, we rape and plunder the earth. Say and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Ten spaces. <laughs>